This is The Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Last week in part one of this series, we talked about mumbling. In that episode, Why You Mumble and Why You Need to Stop, I gave you the top five reasons why people mumble. We talked about how mumbling hurts your credibility and can negatively impact your career. In part two, today, I'm going to share some of my best secrets for kicking the mumbling habit for good. This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 150,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For your free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. That's audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. Mumbling happens when your conversation partner has a hard time understanding you, when you have indistinct enunciation. How do you know if you frequently mumble? People will often ask you to repeat yourself. Mumbling happens because your mouth isn't open enough. When you've got partially closed teeth and lips, the syllables can't escape properly and all the sounds run together. Mumbling can also be caused by looking down, speaking too quietly, or too quickly. Today, I'll cover eight exercises you can do to get your mouth open and your lips moving, and most importantly, to have you speaking more clearly. One way to stop mumbling is to simply remind yourself to stop mumbling with this little phrase, enunciate, articulate, exaggerate. But say it this way, enunciate, articulate, exaggerate. Whenever you speak, it's important to enunciate or pronounce your words or parts of your words clearly. To do that, open your mouth very wide and pronounce each syllable separately. Try repeating these words several times this way. And if you're someone who regularly mumbles, it might help you to imagine that you're outside in the wind, talking on your cell phone, using your speakerphone, and then say the words. Enunciate, articulate, exaggerate, or pretend that you're really mad at someone because they're ignoring you and you're repeating these words for the third time. Enunciate, articulate, exaggerate. Get it? Okay, so exercise number two. Keep in mind your mouth is an instrument, and like all instruments, the more space you allow for the sound of your voice, the more resonant and clear it will be. Think of opera singers and pop stars when they need to hit the big note. Their mouth is wide open. My kids went to drama camp this summer. Enunciating their words was a big part of their training. They started each morning with a vocal exercise. You can try it now or simply repeat these words quickly. The lips, the teeth, the tip of the tongue. The lips, the teeth, the tip of the tongue. If you don't open your mouth widely for this exercise, what happens? The lips, the teeth, the tongue. <laughs> you fumble, right? You can't get through it. You simply can't repeat these words quickly without opening your mouth. The lips, the teeth, the tip of the tongue. And then think back to all those tongue twisters you learned in childhood. These are all great exercises to help you open your mouth really wide. Repeat each of these several times quickly. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? If you want to make this exercise even a little more difficult, do it with a pencil in your mouth. So I'm going to try and do it. I don't know if you're going to be able to hear it, but you put a pencil in your mouth and then you try to say it. 
Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Rubber baby bugger. <laughs> Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Yes. There you go. I am so glad this is not video. <laughs> All right. Next tip. The next one is a vocal exercise, and you need to repeat the words, Mommy made me mash my M&Ms. I cried. But you sing it in an octave. So, Mommy made me mash my M&Ms. I cried. Then you go up one higher. Mommy made me mash my M&Ms. I cried. <clears throat> now one higher. Mommy made me mash my M&Ms. I cried. Mommy made me mash my M&Ms. I cried. Mommy made me mash my M&Ms. I cried. You get the idea. You should find yourself pronouncing each syllable more clearly and opening your mouth wider with each repetition. So a twist on this exercise is to try to say that same phrase. Don't sing it. You can just say it with a pencil in your mouth. You put the pencil in horizontally and then you just say the phrase. I'm going to try it. I'm sure you'll hear it. it's going to sound funny. Mommy made me mash my M&M. I cried. <laughs> now, I know that sounds silly, but... The more you do that type of exercise, the more you'll exercise the muscles and the more wide open your mouth will become and the more cognizant you'll become that you need to actually open your mouth wide in order to get clear words. Another great exercise is to simply read out loud. Pick something up, a novel, a children's picture book, a magazine, a newspaper. It really doesn't matter. Just read it out loud. Enunciate each syllable. Focus on keeping your mouth open and your lips moving. Hey, you know what? You could use my podcast for this. Exaggerate the words a bit to really open up. And if you have kids, you can practice reading out loud to them and then add some dramatic flair. Get into it. So let's say I was doing the exercise and I just did that same paragraph. I might say something like, exaggerate the words a bit and really open up. If you have kids, you can practice reading out loud to them. Add some dramatic flair. Get into it. Now, I know that sounds really silly, but the point is, as you open your mouth more and more, again, your words become clearer. My next tip is to record yourself speaking into a camera phone or a tablet. Listen for letters, syllables, and words that you don't pronounce clearly. Look at how wide open your mouth is. Try the exercise again while recording yourself, and this time what you're going to look at is in the video, see if you have at least one finger width of space. If recording yourself isn't an option, ask a friend to help you out. Just be careful who you pick. I made the mistake of telling my children to call attention to my enunciation problems. They caught me dropping the G sounds in many of my words. I'm from the Philadelphia area where this is really very, very common. Mommy, you just said gonna go. It's going to go. Mrs. Public Speaker, you just said hooting and hollering. That should have been hooting and hollering. Seriously, though, it's fun for them, and I've become much more aware of my enunciation. So it helps to ask a friend or ask your kids, maybe. So three more tips, three quick tips. Sing in the shower, sing in the car, sing with your kids. Emphasize your words, but singing really helps your voice and your mouth. It gives them a good workout. Of course, you want to breathe with your diaphragm. I've done many, many episodes on breathing. Put your hand on your tummy and take a breath. If you're using your diaphragm, you'll feel your tummy expand with air. Stand up straight, make eye contact. It's much harder to mumble when you're looking someone directly in the eye. In this mini-series, we started by talking about why you mumble and why you need to stop. 
Today, I've given you some time-tested exercises to help you stop mumbling. If you frequently mumble, then do at least one of these exercises each day for several weeks until speaking clearly becomes a habit. The bottom line is this. When your mouth is naturally more open, you'll have more breath support. You'll have more precise sounds. You'll have a more relaxed pace. Everyone will understand you and your credibility will increase. At first, speaking with a more open mouth is going to feel strange and unnatural. Mumblers aren't used to having this feeling, but by regularly doing the exercises, speaking clearly will feel more natural. Go ahead, open up. This is Lisa B. Marshall, the public speaker, helping you manage perceptions, maximize sales, and enhance leadership. Your success is my business. Hey, if you'd like to test your communication skills, I challenge you to take the Smart Talk Challenge. You can go on over to smarttalksuccess.com forward slash challenge and you can sign up for the 14-day challenge. It's free. It's fun. Lots of people have been really enjoying it. This podcast is brought to you by audible.com, the internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 150,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For your free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. That's audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. One last thing, I wanted to mention that I was on the Podcasters Roundtable tonight with Ray Ortega from Podcast Helper and with Daniel J. Lewis from the Audacity to Podcast and then Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. And what we talked about was an article that I had written here on Quick and Dirty Tips about when to podcast or when not to podcast. It was a really interesting discussion. So if you'd like to check out the Podcasters Roundtable, you can find them at podcastersroundtable.com and you can find the video on YouTube. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <laughs>